Thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconato podcast, which is the Remnant News. I am so thankful that you are here today. It has been an impactful day. I've actually been on uh, another show today as well, uh, being interviewed and also had some tremendous conversations with people in the body of Christ. And uh, it just affirms and confirms many of the things that we've been talking about. And so just you know, we're at this incredible period right now where the body is being challenged. When I say the body, I mean the body of Christ, the church, is being challenged to really take a leap of faith. It's it's almost like when Jesus said to come and walk on the water with them. That's what he's asking of us right now. It's, it's to walk on the water and, and to get out the boat. And I think for many of us, this may be the most... Um, God has ever asked of us when it comes to standing in faith. And I've had, and, and that's a lot for me to say that because I've had to pray for people's health in my family. I've had a brother that's special needs. I've, you know, myself, I have a pretty, you know, crazy testimony. One, one day I'll share it with you guys, but I got stabbed nine times at the age of 23 years old and uh, was left for dead, almost died, but then uh, the Lord spared my life. And so, you know, it's not like we haven't been through things, and that's just a a microcosm of all the different things that I can talk about. And I'm sure you have many things that you've had to walk through in your life. So I'm not trying to minimize any of those seasons because we have, you know, highs and lows, right? We go in seasons of being in the valley. We have mountaintop experiences. But this is different because this is a corporate uh, you know, it's it involves not only everybody in the United States, honestly, it involves everybody in the world because everybody is watching America, all eyes on America, and people just can't believe what just happened. They saw these massive gatherings for President Donald Trump where thousands of people would come out and there was so much enthusiasm and, and people were just, you know, un, we've never seen anything like it. This is a movement. And, you know, the body of Christ was really relying heavy on Donald Trump. I'll give you an example. You know, I just got off the phone with a pastor, you know, a dear friend of mine, brother, mentor uh, out in Los Angeles, and he was telling me of his friend that has a, you know, a school. And the school, you know, several hundred people as a charter school was just shut down. And they were doing ministry and all different types of things there. And that has been completely shut down now. And now this uh, gentleman that was running it is looking for the next thing that God has for him because that has that door is closed. So we're seeing churches, ministries, things that we don't even hear about, folks, that are going through it right now. I can tell you is, is that, you know, churches are under attack. Christians are under attack. Ministries, um, you know, small businesses, you know, people aren't talking about all this stuff that's going on, but it's been going on under this pandemic. And we're not allowed to talk about the coronavirus. We're not allowed to talk about how all of a sudden things have changed. And now people are, you know, Democrat governors like Newsom are saying, it's okay, now you can open. What changed? I'll tell you what changed. The president in the White House, according to their their reality, at least. And so the hypocrisy, the, the people are just shocked at what has happened over the course of the last year, if you could go back in time somehow and talk to, you know, a year and a half ago version of you, and you were to tell them all the different things that they would see in the next few months leading up to where we are now, they would say, that's absolutely crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. That's nuts. Things that we never could have imagined 
have taken place. And I, I, I tell my wife this, and I'm going to tell you guys this, I don't even think we've seen half of it yet. Because I've been reading the websites about the Great Reset. I've been reading what Klaus Schwab is trying to accomplish in the elites from Davos that they put right on their website. I did an article, folks, a few months ago as an investigative journalist where I dug deep into the website of the Davos, um, you know, the World Economic Forum, which most people don't even know exists, by the way. How I found out about it is I have some reporter friends that are Christian that, you know, were part of uh, the press pool for President Trump and they actually got invited out there and they said, Todd, you, you don't even believe what they're talking about in Davos. I said, what, what are they talking about? You know, he said, well, you know, George Soros is out there and he's saying that, you know, there's no way President Trump is going to have a second term. They're going to do something about it. And this was right before the coronavirus, right? And uh, there was this thing, uh, gosh, I want to say it's a event 201. You know, it's, it's, I've, I talk about so many different things. I think that's what the name of it was, but it was this this exercise that involved a lot of these people that have been out there during the coronavirus, you know, quote unquote pandemic that have been out there. And by the way, I never have denied that it's a real virus. We know it's a real virus. We also know it's a bioweapon, right? I've I've been out there saying that, you know, Intel people have told me this. Oh yes, we have proof, you know? And, and, you know, if you say that on social media, they'll probably either fact check you or take down your whole account. I knew some doctors that came out. I mentioned this a few shows ago, and and they you know they've had their licenses suspended. They've they've been attacked. These are credible doctors just because they said you know what it's okay to use hydroxychloroquine after President Trump had had shown us you know and told us about hydroxychloroquine. And and I know so many people that have taken it that have been prescribed from a doctor friend or you know somehow they got it. And, and their symptoms were greatly minimized when they got the, the COVID-19, you know. And so, and so for a year, they told us that, you know, that was crazy, that it would cause a heart attack, that that's, Trump is a conspiracy theorist for putting that out there. He's dangerous. They started talking about, you know, bleach and all these ridiculous things that the mainstream media does to make things just totally bizarre in their reporting. And people believe this nonsense that President Trump's telling them to swallow bleach or something like that. I mean, these are the crazy stories that they put out there, right? And now... As Biden is, you know, inaugurated and, and he's in there, all of a sudden hydroxychloroquine is coming back up. Oh, yeah, maybe that does work. You know, maybe that does minimize the virus. Oh, no, no, we can we can open up now. And, you know, and Regeneron, by the way, I saw Regeneron 100% effectiveness on COVID. But wait a minute. If something is 100% effectiveness, then why the heck is anything closed? Why don't they give people Regeneron? You know, it's just these things that that are just so bizarre. And, and I think it's it's awakened Many people that were asleep before, I think that's why our audience has grown because many people that, that weren't necessarily questioning the mainstream narrative uh, only a year ago are now saying, wait a minute, something is wrong here. Something is going on here. Wait a minute, something is not right here. And I just think about, you know, let's just go back to the hydroxychloroquine for a minute. You know, they were banning us from social, I mean, I was getting fact-checked, okay? My, you know, we run uh, rmntnews.com, you know, and and, and literally, my site was like getting penalized for putting out stories where doctors were saying, yes, uh, you know, hydroxychloroquine seems to be working. And, and they were just putting it out there. There was this gentleman, I remember a Jewish uh, gentleman doctor that was out in New Jersey, and he was uh, working with the Jewish community. And he had some great uh, information about hydroxychloroquine and how he was using it with zinc and erythromycin, uh, you know, z 
and uh, and they were banning him, you know, and they were taking him down. And um, and so it's just, I think this has awakened people, as I said, because they're seeing this, and now they're going after people that are putting up memes. Uh, you know, I think a guy in Florida was arrested yesterday from a past meme. If you don't know what a meme is, it's like those pictures where they have words in them that people put together, you know, to, to bring forth a, a comment or a commentary. It's, it's a picture of, of, you know, some wording. And uh, they use it online, you know, to say something, right? You know, and so anyway, this guy that, that did that got arrested, arrested for making a meme with regard, I guess, to the 2016 election. This is America that we're seeing this crazy stuff going on. And so people are looking at this and, and, and the people that have, you know, maybe for years just been watching sports and playing video games and going to church on Sunday and their pastor hasn't really been saying very much about very much. And so everybody's kind of been living in this, you know, everything's going to always be okay. Everything is awesome. You know, Lego world, you know, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the Lego movie, but it's kind of funny the way that it's, it's like it's reality. I mean, in some aspects, the way that they were portraying it, because everybody is like, you know, everything is awesome. Everything is, you know, and meanwhile, the world is like, you know, Rome is burning and, and that's what's been happening. And, and so, you know, a lot of the conversations that I have are people that are frustrated with the body of Christ because they say so many have been asleep for so long. So many pastors have been, uh, you know, unwilling to talk about some of these things and, and, you know, us, we, we, the truth seekers community, we've been studying, we've been researching, this Holy Spirit has been speaking to us and, and there's a frustration. I think some of us are frustrated because like, why isn't anybody saying anything? Why isn't anybody bringing these things up? I didn't even get into the child sex trafficking and, and all the, you know, craziness that I found in that whole world as I did investigations that, that people, you know, it's a multi-billion dollar industry that people are slaves right now. Right now in America, there's people that are that are in sex slavery under these elite, you know, dark networks, rings that are that are uh, helped uh, helped out by the cartels and um, and very very real, very very real. But if you talk about them, you're a conspiracy theorist. Or if you try to expose it, you know, somebody will come after you. Look at Lynn Wood. I mean, I was talking with my parents about this. You know, my mom has been following Lynn Wood and. You know, she's a, a retired minister of the gospel and evangelist. And, and, you know, and she's like, you know, I'm trying to find something that I don't agree with, with what this man is saying. She says, but so far, it's like he's spot on. And he's a new believer, by the way. I don't know if you guys know that, but he's only, you know, been in the Lord for a couple of years. But he had a major encounter with the Lord and it's, it's changed everything in his life. And, pe- and people are questioning his sanity. But, you know, the thing is, you read his stuff and you're like, you know, none of it sounds insane, really. It sounds like what he's trying to do is be a whistleblower and he's just coming out and saying some things that are pretty bold. And a lot of people probably wouldn't say those things because they'd be risking, you know, their lives, which he is too. And there's been other people that have tried to come out and say things like this. I I know there was that guy Cappy, you know, came out, made a crazy video before he supposedly jumped off a bridge. You know, many people say he was Arkansas-ed like the, the Clintons. You know, have their their group of of fifty plus people that have disappeared around them. What's up with that, right? Wow, Pastor Todd, you're getting into it today, aren't you, <laughs> guys? I'm just trying to be real. The fact of the matter is, is that we haven't talked about these things because there's a, there's a risk factor and people are concerned and nervous 
but but you know that these things are real and I know these things are real. Listen, they try to say it's a conspiracy, but the, but the facts are on our side. And it's the same with the election. The facts are on our side, guys. I mean, I've looked at the 370-page reports of, of election fraud. People say, where's the evidence? I've shown the evidence. I've seen the evidence. You know, and, and many people, uh, like Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow, who's now banned. Kohl's kicked him out. You know, all the big box retailers are kicking this guy out. Why? Why are they kicking him out? Well, they're kicking him out because he spoke up about the election. Are you kidding me? Why are we so afraid to speak? We're afraid because there's consequences, right? There's a cost. I talk about it every day. There's a cost for speaking out. How did it get like this? That in the United States of America now, people are worried about speaking anything, just talking. We've signed on to this, friends. We've signed on to this somehow, somewhere. Where we where we made a decision somewhere along the line to comply with this cancel culture, with with the silencing of Christians, the silencing of conservatives, the silencing of you know our our values, and and now having to hide them somehow. Why are we hiding them? What's the point of hiding them? And those that do speak out, they want to make an example of those people so the others are silent. Look at Laura Loomer. Do you know her? She she was out there. She got banned from social media. She ran for Congress. But there's other people that you might not hear about, like local pastors. People write me and they say, hey, my pastor got taken off of Facebook. Well, I said, what did he do? Well, he was preaching. What was he preaching about? From the Bible? And they took him down? And so people don't understand that this is happening. It's happening more and more. And it's going to happen more and more until we understand what we're up against. And I know that we, we've been talking a lot about a restoration of our country, which I believe is going to happen. But the question is, how are we going to get there? And, and many of us are, are hoping and praying and interceding as we do every day and believing that God is about to move on our behalf. And I believe he is. But I also think that this time that we're in right now, just hear me out on this. I think that this time that we're in right now is we're seeing what I call communist light, because this isn't full-blown communism yet, but we're certainly headed there as we're only eight days in the new regime. And we have to think about this. How many people right now are having buyer's remorse? There's a group of Christians that were willing to vote for Joe Biden. There's people that didn't see anything wrong with standing for the pro-abortion that's now not only funding abortions in America, but funding abortions abroad. You can imagine how that grieves God. And that's just one subject of many. We can talk about all the bizarre, crazy, demonic things that are being pressed on us from a local level all the way up to a government level. And we're seeing it in the school systems where, you know, all you have to do is turn on the television. It's literally like a window to to Satanism at this point. I mean, gosh, I mean, my wife and I, we can only watch like one or two channels on television. And if you go on to Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever it is, you know, by the way, those companies are funding things that go against our values. But if you go on to one of those sites and you try to find a decent, you know, content. Now, I know that there are some Christian sections and I'm thankful that their content is on there. I'm thankful for those that are, you know, I don't want to be just totally against everything here. But, but you know what I'm talking about. I mean, you go on, look at some of the shows, look at the shows that they're on the Lucifer this one, that one, demonic, this. I mean, it's it's crazy. 
I haven't even looked at MTV recently. I know it was way downhill about 10 years ago, so I can only imagine where it's at now. But, you know, as they're pushing this new thing now, non-binary, these people are coming out, I'm non-binary. You're what? I'm non-binary. This is like, you know, actresses are coming out now. Well, I'm just, I want to be, and my pronouns are this and that and blah, blah, blah. My goodness, how far have we gotten? And people are going along with this. And if you go against it, you're crazy. You're a hate person. They might even put your name on a list and, and call you a hate person. Try to come after you, attack you, your finances, attack your business, shut you down, maybe even incarcerate you. You know, in California, we were fighting against bills that were trying to do just that. And California is the example that they're using now for the nation. So we look at the situation and it is bleak and grim. And I've just about spent 16 minutes talking about this stuff because it's on my heart and on my mind. And I'm going to spend the other 15 minutes talking about what we can do about it. Because I'm, I think just like you, we're all tired and we're all asking the question, what can we do? Now, we're believing in faith. Listen, I was on a prayer call today and I will tell you there was remnant believers like you and I. And they're hearing the same thing. It's not done yet. And we were all, I mean, it's, you know, we're hearing it from the Lord separately. And we're coming together and sharing what God has said. No one knew what the other person was going to say. And people are saying, I don't feel it's done yet. I don't feel it's done. I feel God is not done with our country. And I, I that bears witness in my spirit as I pray. And people say, Todd, you got to stop. You got to start preparing people for what's to come because we're going into, you know, somebody asked me yesterday, are we in the tribulation? Are we there? I said, I don't think we're there yet. It doesn't mean we're not very close because the hour is extremely late, but there are some things on the prophetic timeline that still haven't happened. I also believe that God wants to see a great harvest and a great move of God in this nation that will turn the people back to Christ, that the real church will stand up and will rise up. We'll be the head and not the tail. We'll preach the full gospel of Jesus. We'll do it boldly and unafraid because we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it's the power of God unto salvation. We will lay hands on the sick. Where have the people been during the pandemic? We're supposedly in a pandemic. What does the Bible say? Jesus was praying and ministering to lepers. The Bible says lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. What happened to our faith? Why did we stop believing that these things aren't true? Why do we stop believing that what the Bible says? Because people don't know the word of God. That's why. Because they're relying. I'm sorry. I just have to say it. Look, I love everybody. You know that. I'm not trying to be hard here, okay? But I think we're, we're, we're just saying things that need to be said, folks. That's all I'm trying to say. We're just saying things that need to be said. I'm just as guilty of some of these things. I will tell you I need to repent. America needs to repent. We need to get on our faces and repent. I believe God is going to respond, and it's in his timing. And he is going to save this country. It's not going to be a political party or person that saves it. It's going to be the Holy Spirit of living God. But he's waiting on his church. And I don't think we've been rocked enough yet. Because there's still too many people that are asleep right now. There's still too many people that don't understand the danger that we're in. There's still too many people that are flirting with fire. There's still too many people that are into pornography. There's still too many people that are into adultery. There's still too many people that are defiling their own body, which is the temple of the Lord. There's too many people that are willing to have leaven in their life. A little leaven leavens a whole lump. And unfortunately, there's not enough people. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. There's not enough people that are willing to stand. There's not enough people that are willing to trust in the Lord. There's not enough people that are willing to get out the boat and walk on the water with Jesus. 
People give prophetic words and then they, they take them away. They apologize for them. Well, first of all, why'd you give the word? Wasn't it from God? If it was from God, why are you apologizing? It's one or the other. Either if it wasn't from God, that's one thing, but then you should have known better maybe. Now, listen, I have mercy. I understand that people are learning and they're still learning how to operate in their gifts. That's why I haven't come out against any prophets or anything because I'm not against them. In fact, the Bible says, touch not my anointed. That's the last thing I want to do is come against an anointed person of God. That's why you haven't seen me out there criticizing. Not only that, but I don't think the situation's done yet. And so in my heart, I do trust the prophets, folks. I just want you to know that. Now, I know there's some false prophets out there. I get it. But the truth is, is that the body says, the Bible says that in the mouth of two or more witnesses, my word shall be established. I have not seen two or more people, at least in my life, tell me that we got it wrong. That this election was won by Biden. Not one person has confirmed that to me. Other than people that are listening to the prophets of Baal. But what are the real prophets saying? Well, I don't know everybody that I know that's a real prophet. They've said that Donald Trump was going to have two terms. So what are we going to do? We're in a a difficult situation because this requires faith. This requires us to stand on outside the boat and to walk on the water with Jesus right now. That's where we're at. This isn't a, a comfortable moment. This is a moment where it's a defining moment. And it's a tough situation because there's clearly... In the natural, it doesn't seem like there's any hope. Let's just be honest. We're looking at a tyrannical regime that's doing evil things every single day. That's implementing more control. I talked about it for 15 minutes today. And then I said, well, what can we do? We can pray. We can fast. We can stand. We can stand on the promise of God. We can say, Lord, if your prophets have spoken, I'm going to believe what they said. We're believing for a miracle, a sign and a wonder. I don't know how it's going to happen. It could be two years from now. It could be two months from now. It could be two weeks from now. It could be tomorrow. But I believe God is going to expose what's been done in darkness because that's what the Bible says. I believe there's going to be an expose. I don't know how it's going to happen. Now, I have a hard time explaining this to some of my friends who I care dearly about who are in a different mindset right now. And, you know, I get on the phone with them and I start agreeing with them sometimes because they got good points. Well, Todd, you know, we don't want to... We don't want to give people false hope. We don't want to, you know, how long are we going to go before we finally admit we're in this, you know, Biden administration? Listen, I admit right now in the natural, that's what's happening. Yes, I admit it. But in the supernatural, what I'm saying is, is that we have authority as the body of Christ to pray. And if God is calling his church to come out and to pray and to stand on his promise, then I'm all, I'm all in guys. Because what, what else do we have to lose on that one? We don't pray and we just accept our captivity. We just accept that we're going into tyranny. I mean, I guess we can all hunker down and become the underground church because that's basically what's happening in in a few months if we keep going this direction. I mean, surely judgment will come upon the nation. Some are saying it's here now. Maybe it is. But in this current situation where we are right now and we're asking, what can we do? We got to go back to the scripture and think about what the scripture says. The scripture says that we have authority to move the mountain in the name of Jesus. The scripture says with the faith of a mustard seed, Jesus literally, what did he do? He walked on the water and then he said, come, come out, out of the boat, walk on it with me. When, when the storm was raging and Jesus was sleeping and the disciples were freaking out, kind of sounds like our current situation a little bit. 
Jesus was, you know, he woke up. Like, What's the problem? What's going on? Well, Jesus, look at what's happening. He says, do, you, do I not have the power to calm the sea? And then he calmed it. And he looked at them like, why are you freaking out? You know me. I'm right here. And I think that's what he's saying right now is, is I'm right here. I haven't left you, but I wanted to shake the church right now because it needed a shaking. If I just gave you what you wanted, you would have gone right back to your apathy. You would have gone right back to your business as usual. You would have gone right back to your smoke machines and your all your different gadgets that you got in your media departments. God bless it. Thank you. I praise you, Lord, for giving us media departments. Don't get me wrong. But do you miss the whole thing? Who's worshiping? Who's getting on their faces, on their knees? Who's believing for a miracle and, and trusting that I'm going to do it? Why is it happening in foreign countries, but America got so, you know, just so apathetic that it's not happening here? People stop believing in miracles. Oh, their gifts aren't for today. They're, that was back then. No, God said we're going to be doing the same things that Jesus was able to do in his ministry and even more. And so in 2021, I'm expectant that there's going to be an outpouring, a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit of living God that is something like we have never experienced in our lifetime. It is going to shake the very core and foundation, but it takes something to get us there. And that's what I think we're in right now is a stretching because you can't fit new wine in old wineskin. We're in a stretching moment where we're having to make the decision. If we really want to get out of the boat and walk on the water, what's that even going to look like? Can can we grasp that and the faith? Can we gather and muster up the faith that it's going to take to walk out there and to look, look, people are going to look at you like you're crazy. Why are you getting out of the boat? Why are you trying to walk on the water? You can't walk on the water. That's what they're telling me. God can't do anything. Come on. Maybe, maybe we're just, we deserve this. Well, sure. We do deserve it. We do deserve it, but I also believe, listen, this is the nation that's meant to stand with Israel. This is the nation that's meant to send out people and ministers all around the world to spread the gospel. That's why the Lord created this country. We got off course. So yes, we need a shaking. The church needs a shaking. We need an awakening moment. Hey, listen, we're getting it right now. I know I'm speaking to someone out there today. People want the red meat. They want the latest video. They want the latest update. I get it. Trust me, I want it too. But we got to go back. What's the last thing the Lord said to us? What did he say through the prophets? What did he say? What did he say? He said, pray this through. What did he say after that? Keep praying. So I don't know how or what or when. All I know is God. Regardless of what he does, even if he doesn't do anything in this situation, are we going to be the church? Are we going to wake up and do what we're called to do? Are we going to worship? Are we going to stand? Are we going to speak the full gospel? Are we going to equip people? Are we going to get them saved and set free and healed and delivered? Are we going to get back into the word to know the word, to know Jesus and to make him known? Because he is the answer. Listen, I'm a big Trump supporter. You guys know that I love President Trump. I've been in the room with President Trump. I prayed for President Trump. But I will tell you, there is no man that's going to save our country other than the one who sits upon the throne who's not a man. He's not a man that shall lie. He's not a man that he has to worry about the constraints of time. He's not a man that has to worry about being defeated by the enemy. He is the creator of all things heaven and earth who sits upon the throne of glory and the cherubim around him saying, holy, holy is your name. 
We need to get back to the basics. Listen, some people that are listening to this, maybe you've just come to even know Jesus. Maybe you haven't even accepted him as your Lord and Savior yet. That's okay. There's a time to do that. That time is today. God has prepared you for a time as this. Listen, you've been in the Lord for 20 years. God has prepared you for a time as this. You wonder why your life has taken certain turns and you've been trained for certain things and you wonder why you've been equipped and you wonder how you found yourself on this remnant broadcast with this preacher today. I'll tell you, there's no accident here. God has done this because he's raised you up for a time as this. We are empowered. We are strengthened. We are, we are anointed and appointed. God has given us the keys to the kingdom here, how we can turn this thing around. And I'm not going to be the one that tells you that God can't do it. I know he can do it. But right now, what do we do? We stand on the promise of God and his word. We stand faithful. We pray. We intercede. We wake up and we say, Lord, how can I serve you best today? What can I do? Who can I speak to? What is my assignment for this day? Lord, I know it's not to be depressed. I know it's not to cower. I know it's not to stay in my basement and just pretend like nothing's going on. I, I'm meant to get out there and to be the salt and the light to this world. I'm not defeated. My life is not done. In fact, it is just beginning. There is so much more to come. The best is yet to come. Hallelujah. So I thank you for listening to this broadcast today. I hope that you are catching the fire and I hope that we're coming together and understanding our assignment is, 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 is exactly where we're right where we need to be right now. We need to wake up others. We need to stand on the rooftops and preach the truth of the word of God and, and get filled with the Holy Spirit and fire. Be on fire for Jesus and praising him through this storm. And he is going to, I'm telling you, he's going to take our hand. We're going to walk on the water. If you think he's sleeping in the boat right now, we forgot who he is. This is the one that calms the wind and calms the sea. And he is with us even until the end of the age. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will never give us more than we can handle. Thank you so much for listening to today's Remnant Godcast. I call it a Godcast. It's the Remnant News, the Todd Coconato Podcast. You can find us toddcoconato.com. Please share the information. I'll be back tomorrow. Listen, I am fired up. I am ready to tackle on as many of these issues and things that we need to talk about. But the main thing is that we stay on focus and we encourage one another and we understand that we are in this together, that God has not left us. I'm telling you, there's more things that are going to happen that we're going to be dancing in the streets, saints of God. When we see what God does, we're going to be dancing in the streets, not just in America, but around the world. God bless you. Love you guys.